Hello all, welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. So I think for this episode, we're just going to jump right in. Although I do have a couple updates, not really a couple, just like one. But I know I've been talking about my New Year's resolutions for a while and I said I would give updates. So the writing one where I want to write at least one times a week because... I enjoy writing and I'm pretty good at it. So yeah, so I wanted to write for at least once a week and I've been doing really well with it. I finished this short story and I'm actually going to submit it to a contest. And for me, it's not even about if I win the contest or not. It's just having the contest there gives me something to push towards because if I have this goal like I have a deadline to submit this story then I'm actually going to make an effort to do that because I know something physically is making me do that but if I didn't have this contest or the deadline then I probably wouldn't have actually finished the story so I'm pretty excited about that and yeah so that was just kind of a little update And I'll keep you guys updated if anything else happens related to that. But today, I just want to jump right into this episode because it is something I've been wanting to talk about it for a while, but I wanted to make sure I got to say everything I wanted to say about it because it is a topic I feel passionately about and I feel like I might have some new takes on this topic. And it's pretty interesting. It's pretty different from any of the episodes I've done before this. So today's topic is I want to talk about all the pressures society puts on young girls to grow up faster and to start caring about their appearances from an earlier and earlier age. Because I feel like everyone notices this. And it's not just me, but everyone notices how young girls starting maybe even at like age 11 or 12, they're starting to care more about their appearance from a younger age. And we have this whole generation, this whole new generation of preteen girls and teenage girls that just hate themselves and they lack self-confidence. And they care about their appearance, you know, they want to look a certain way and because they don't measure up to those standards, they just hate how they look. And I wanted to talk about why that is because it didn't used to be like this, you know, like I feel like even a few generations ago, we all had kids, especially I'm on this episode, I'm especially honing in on girls because I feel like a lot more pressure is put on girls to look and act a certain way. So I'll just be honing in on girls. But a few generations ago, or not even a few, maybe like one or two generations ago, one generation ago, we didn't have all these girls who are 11 or 12 years old who are begging for makeup and they are obsessed with how they look and I don't mean obsessed with how they look in a vain 
narcissistic way. I mean it in a way that they lack self-confidence and they want to appear a certain way. That's the way I mean obsessed with how they look. And a lot of these kids, especially girls, are skipping this awkward phase that most kids have. And I feel like an awkward phase, it's kind of this expected phase that kids go through in like a range of maybe middle school or high school, depending on who you are. But most kids have this awkward phase where they get braces, you know, they may have acne, they are going through puberty. So we have this awkward phase and you're not supposed to look like a supermodel (laughs) during this awkward stage. You're not supposed to expect yourself to look like a supermodel when you're going through this awkward stage. And, you know, when I say awkward stage, that also applies maybe you're figuring out who you are as a person or your personality or you're experimenting new styles. So maybe you wore crazy clothes in your awkward stage. And I remember in my grade, so I'm a sophomore right now, and I remember I kind of had a little awkward stage in sixth and seventh grade. And I think about like half my grade had an awkward stage and half of them didn't. You know, half of them were like really old for their age. And when I say really old, like old in maturity. But then the other half, they they were kind of their age. They kind of wore clothes that kids their age wore. They were going through this awkward stage. You know, they didn't have to try to care about their appearance a ton. And I remember my awkward phase. I just remember I didn't really care how I looked. I didn't care what I wore because I was kind of in this period of bliss in sixth and seventh and maybe even eighth grade. You know, I wasn't trying to look a certain way. I was just living life because I was in this little awkward stage, kind of figuring out what's going on. And I remember I just wore the craziest clothes. Like I remember I wore orange Crocs. I was literally wore Crocs every day in middle school. It was actually so funny. I wore these orange Crocs with my white jean shorts from Justice and this bright neon orange tank top. And I just remember that because that was an outfit that I liked to wear and I didn't care what other people thought. I didn't care how I appeared to other people. Um, I don't think I didn't wear makeup in sixth or seventh grade. I think in eighth grade I wore a mascara. But I just, I had that awkward phase where I kind of wore funny clothes. I had, actually, I didn't have braces until ninth grade. Or, yeah, I didn't have braces till ninth grade, which was kind of weird because I got them late. But anyways, um, my point here is a lot of kids, especially girls now, don't have that. They are growing up in fifth and sixth grade and they're trying to act like high schoolers or college students in levels of maturity and wearing makeup and certain clothes and I'm not the point of this episode isn't to shame people for that I'm just going to talk about why that's happening why we don't have kids going through this awkward phase what are the pressures society is putting on these young girls 
to look to look a certain way or to act a certain way. So the main point, the main takeaway from this little segment is that the reason we don't have these newer wave of kids going through this awkward phase, the reason we're like, oh, that girl, she's like 12, she's so pretty, and I did not look like that when I was 12. The reason we have this, where we seem to skip this awkward phase altogether, is because we have these pressures from society to look pretty. So I kind of wanted to delve into those today and talk about them because I actually, I do enjoy listening to podcasts, but I haven't heard anyone talking about this recently. Why are young girls being forced to grow up so fast? So I'm just going to go into four major causes. The first major cause that causes girls to start caring about their appearance at an early age, developing insecurity The number one cause, you can probably already predict it, it's usually the number one cause for all problems among teenagers and kids in general, is social media. I cannot, I cannot make this more clear. Kids, especially kids who are naturally going through puberty and maybe feeling insecure, because they're going through this transition phase, they should not be on social media. And the social media I'm talking about is TikTok and Instagram. And the reason for this is there are so many beautiful, gorgeous people on social media. So many. And when all you see are pictures and videos of these unrealistic, beautiful people, and that's all you see, you're naturally going to start comparing yourself to them. Like, I want to be like them. I want to look like her. How can I make myself look like her? That is bound to happen. And every single person I know who has been on social media that I've talked to about this or about this issue says that Yeah, when I'm on social media and I see pictures of pretty girls or women or whoever, I compare myself to them. Everyone I talk to. There's not a a single person I've talked to that says they've never compared themselves to anyone they saw on social media, ever. And that's why I really want to stress this. Like, kids ages 10 to 13 maybe, I don't know, I don't know about that age range, but kids in that awkward phase should not be on TikTok and Instagram, you know, they are at their most kind of vulnerable, you know, they might be feeling bad about themselves because they're already comparing themselves to their peers who may have grown up a little faster than them, So they already might be feeling a little bit insecure and social media just takes that insecurity and it will drag it. It will make it expand 10 times more. And if you aren't on social media that much or you're wondering like, how do you know this? How do you know social media does this? Because it's guaranteed there are so many attractive, beautiful people on social media. But the reason why 
kids are comparing themselves to these people is because all these pretty people, all of their videos or pictures or whatever, they get the most likes and attention because they're beautiful. And that is part of pretty privilege and that is also just part of how the internet knows that those posts are going to get more traction and more attention because of that person's appearance. So they're going to push it out to more people for more people to see it. And so if a lot of these famous influencers or famous videos of people or accounts or whatever, if all of those accounts and videos are just of pretty people because they're getting pushed out the most because they're pretty. If all the videos you see, it's like a pretty attractive person. Kids are going to grow up thinking average looking people are these people that I see, all these beautiful people. That is what the average person looks like because I see them the most on social media, they get the most attention on their videos or pictures, so that's like the average looking person. That's like what I'm expected to look like, because they're beautiful, everyone looks like them. So because of this false mindset, because of this false thing that, false thing, what a great vocabulary, but because of this false expectation, that all people look like the people they see on social media. It leads young girls who they don't, they're trying to figure things out right now. And they start to think the majority of people on social media are all this beautiful in real life. Everyone looks like this when in reality, it's just a very small part of the population but social media tricks you into thinking everyone looks like this. Everyone looks like Kendall Jenner when they first wake up because their videos and pictures get the most attention because of that pretty, pretty privilege they carry. And so it just keeps going in this loop, in this loop of girls seeing these videos being influenced by them, thinking everyone looks like this, but I don't. I don't look like all of these beautiful women. So how can I make myself look like them? And that is when the cycle of growing up fast and starting to become insecure and caring a lot about our appearances, that is where that all starts. The minute kids have access to social media, they will compare themselves to other people on there. And I wish I knew this when I first got TikTok and Instagram. Actually, for me, I'm not on Instagram that much, so Instagram isn't as big of a problem, but TikTok, you know, on Instagram, you mostly follow your friends, so you know the people you're following, but TikTok, you see these videos of people that you've never met before, random people just making videos, and you don't know how they look, so all these videos that are going famous, all these accounts are famous, these women or girls or whoever people that are running them are usually attractive. So girls that are always being exposed to these videos just start seeing them and comparing themselves to them. And that's just really the main problem with social media. It has, it comes with all these false expectations and 
you know, you can't tell someone, oh no, not everyone looks like that because it becomes a part of their mindset. Oh, everyone I see looks like these um, beautiful people on social media when that's just not true. It's a very small portion of the population whose videos get a lot of attention. That was just something I needed to say because I just have been feel so passionately about this topic and I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time. And kind of moving into the Instagram side of things, a lot of kids on social media will follow supermodels like Bella Hadid or Kendall Jenner. And when I say kids throughout this episode, I mean like a wide range, ages 10 to 16, 17, teenagers and preteens. That's what I mean. But a lot of kids follow supermodels on Instagram. And, you know, supermodels are supermodels for a reason. They're insanely beautiful. And when you have your feed full of pictures of insanely beautiful people, of all these supermodels, you're naturally going to want to compare yourself. You're going to have kids comparing themselves to grown women, grown women, and they're going to start to want to look like them at an age where they shouldn't, you know? And I don't mean they shouldn't like it's not allowed, but I mean they shouldn't like you're not going to look like Bella Hadid when you're 12 years old. And we need to stop expecting like we're going to look like supermodels at such a young age because these are grown women and it's not fair for teenagers or preteens to compare themselves and their appearances to that of grown women. But that's what's happening when kids at an early age have access to Instagram and TikTok. A lot of times it leads to this cycle of comparison and self-hatred. So that is my big take on social media. And you know what? Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, that's never happened to me. I don't compare myself to people on social media. But I honestly think, I truly think that when you think back, there's at least one time that you personally have been on social media and you have seen someone really pretty and you've compared yourself to them. And it hurts, right? Because you're like, oh, I don't look like them. Dang. But that's what's happening to these young girls over and over and over again. And it just leads to a cycle of self-hatred. So that's the big take on social media. Take that what you will. If you don't agree with what I'm saying at all during this episode, then that's okay. This is just my takes on why society is forcing young girls to grow up quicker. The next one is going to be interesting. The next kind of reason I think young girls start caring about their appearances from an early age are movies and TV shows. And I'm really excited to talk about this because I I think I have a fresh, not fresh, but a new perspective on this. Maybe something you haven't thought of before. So I want you listening, whoever's listening to this, think about a movie or TV show you like to watch and not a documentary or something where real life people are starred in it. Think about a fictional movie, fictional TV show, not based on a true story, not a documentary basically not nonfiction. I want you to think any movie, any TV show 
think of who are the side characters in these movies and TV shows. Think of the side characters. And then I want you to think of the main characters. And I want you to think, what do the side characters look like? And what do the main characters look like? Just think. I was thinking about this. And I realized the less attractive characters are usually, not always, but a lot of the time they are the side characters. They don't have as big of a role in the show or as much elaborate lives. They live these more mundane lives. Less attractive characters are usually the side characters. So... Now I want you to think about the main characters. The main characters are usually attractive. They have more interesting lives. They have more interesting love lives, more friendships, maybe more career and job opportunities. They just seem to live more exciting lives than those of side characters. And the thing is, we have these film directors or whoever, that make the main characters purposefully, especially women or girls, whoever, they especially make them attractive for a reason because they know that it'll get more attention from the public if they have this movie starring a very attractive person. That's just, that's just common sense. You know, if you watch a movie with a more attractive person, I feel like it's more likely to be pushed out. I I don't know, that's just me. Maybe that's not true, but that's just what I think. So we have these film directors and people in the film industry making the main characters more attractive than the side characters. And of course, the main characters are going to have more interesting lives because they're the main characters for a reason. The side characters are kind of pushed off, you know, They don't have a bad life, but they just live more boring lives. They're not the center of attention. So now that we've established this, we can think about having young kids watch these TV shows correlating attractiveness to success. Because in all these TV shows and movies, they've seen the main characters are attractive. They have a more interesting life. So they think the more attractive you are, the more, exce- the more success you're going to gain in life. And I can't believe I didn't notice this before, but I'm thinking of TV shows that I've watched. And the side characters are usually less attractive characters. The main characters are usually more attractive. And that's just because of how this film industry works. They know it's going to gain more attention if you have more attractive actors playing these roles. And then we have this whole new generation watching TV shows or movies with real-life people, and the more they watch, the more they correlate attractiveness with success. And personally, this never really happened to me. You know, I didn't really think about this attractiveness equals success in movies and TV shows. I didn't think about that when I was younger, but now I've started to notice it in the TV shows I watch. Every time I watch a TV show, it's like the first thing I notice. 
the main character are typically more attractive than the side characters and therefore they have these better lives. And it's not because more attractive people live better lives. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the main characters, of course, are going to have a more interesting life, but because main characters are purposely casted to be very pretty or above average of attractiveness, it leads kids to correlate attractiveness with success in life. I basically kind of just rambled for like three minutes saying the same thing, so sorry if you didn't understand anything what I just said, but when kids start to do this, when they start to notice this, pick up on attractiveness equals success in film, it makes them think the reason their life isn't so perfect like this character they watch is because they aren't as attractive. The main character is attractive and therefore they have all these amazing opportunities and they're smart and they have a lot of friends. And then you have kids thinking, well, I'm not like that main character. I My life isn't like them. My life is boring. I don't have that many friends. You know, I don't feel like I'm as smart as them. Maybe the reason my life is like that is because I'm less attractive. And so then again, we have this whole cycle of wanting to improve their appearances because they think it'll lead them a more successful life. And I don't know that this is more of a problem in young kids, but I think in teenagers, this might be more of a problem. So maybe we need to start casting, you know, more quote unquote average looking people to say in TV shows and movies who still have perfectly exciting lives so that we don't have this correlation, this unrealistic correlation. And like I said, think about any TV show or movie you watch or you have watched. Do you know any main female characters or female side characters who are average looking? I feel like most of the main leads are going to be more attractive than the side characters. And that is definitely a problem that creates so many false expectations. And it's really, it's really just unfair. It's just unfair. That's my take on movies and TV shows. Again, take it how you will. If you agree, if you don't agree, that's just what I have noticed, what I've picked up on. The next cause, again, this is going to be a surprise. I don't know if the film industry was quite a surprise. I feel like that kind of makes sense when you start to think about it. This one is a huge problem, and this might catch you off guard, or maybe not, maybe not. But the third major cause that makes children start thinking about their appearances at an earlier age is the adults in their life. The adults in their life. Yikes. Because I've noticed kids, kids don't judge people naturally. You know, kids at that age in elementary school, they're like a fresh slate. They're pretty nice. Not, they're not pretty nice. Some of them some of some elementary school kids are vicious, but kids usually are non-judgmental. They're willing to hear you out and they don't see someone and immediately judge them by their looks. They're kind of this fresh slate. So 
I'm going to actually compare these elementary school kids to fresh snow. If you take your dog outside and you pee in the snow and you have cars going by and makes the snow all gray and stuff, you have these outside forces that make the snow less white. They make them a little more dirty. That can be compared to adults judging other people, kids picking up that behavior and doing the same. They start to become less accepting and more judgmental because of adult influences in their life. And it's the opposite if you have adults in your life who aren't judgmental. They teach you don't judge a book by its cover. They don't make remarks about other people's appearances. Then that snow stays white. And these kids, they stay accepting. They don't judge at first. And it's really important, I feel like, because adults, they kind of help shape their kids' personalities just by what they say and how they act in front of those kids. So kids who their their snow starts to become stained by dog pee and slush from the street, that can be compared to parents speaking badly about other people's appearances or saying, oh, people that look like this, they're, they're not as attractive, or just making fun of other people. And it sounds silly, like, well, everyone judges other people. I've judged other people before. You've probably judged other people before. We're not going to say we haven't judged people. Everyone has judged someone at some point in their lives. But when kids who are easily influenced are always around others who are speaking bad about strangers and their appearances. That has a severe impact on kids' minds because it leads them to start judging people too because they're learning it from their parents. And if you have these kids judging people from their parents, you know, their parents maybe are commenting on a stranger's appearance, kids start to subconsciously without even thinking, do that too, because they've just grown up around it. So when we have them judging other people, that naturally that's going to lead to them judging themselves. Thinking, oh, my parents or even my teachers or my guardian, whoever, is saying, oh, that person's so ugly because X, Y, and Z. So then they look at themselves. Do I carry any of those traits that make me less attractive? And so they start to judge themselves. And here we go again. We have this whole cycle of self-hatred and criticism among children, preteens, teenagers. So it's really important, I feel like, for adults in children's lives to really watch what you say. Because it does have a huge impact on kids. They're like this fresh slate of snow. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. They're not going to judge people until they have outside influences who are showing them, I judge people, so you're going to judge people too. And it, it really is a huge problem because that judgment on other people eventually turns back on themselves. Do I look like this person my parents or my grandparents or my aunts and uncles are saying are less attractive. Do I look like this person? That is huge, and it's a horrible thing. Just leads to so much self-judgment. And 
young kids starting to want to look a certain way. The fourth thing, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised by this. This is not surprising. This has been a problem and it stays being a problem. The fourth cause that forces young girls to grow up faster, to start caring about their appearance at an earlier age, is the makeup industry. This should not be a shock to anyone. We naturally know that kids are on social media. And like I said, I already talked about how social media is a problem in itself. It leads to a lot of self-comparison of attractive people on social media. Already talked about that. But the makeup industry, makeup companies, they know kids are on social media. And they know that kids are influenced by what they see on social media. So because the makeup industry knows this, they're going to market makeup products towards children who are already insecure because of social media. And they're going to show, oh, fix all your blemishes with this concealer, or this foundation. Make yourself look more elevated with some mascara or eyeliner. And they're going to keep pushing these ads out to children. And over time, kids are going to think, oh my god, I'm so insecure, but the people that I see on social media, maybe I can look like them with the help of these makeup products. And the makeup industry just takes that and runs with it. So that's why we have these 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds who are obsessed with wearing makeup. They want to wear makeup and they want a bunch of makeup. Maybe they ask for makeup for Christmas because these products have been marketed towards them. They're on social media and they think if I wear these products, I'll be prettier and I'll look like the women I see on social media. And that is a huge problem. And it really, again, just ties back to social media because the makeup industry wouldn't be able to target young girls as easily if they weren't on social media and already feeling insecure from comparison to other women and girls on social media. So those are my four major causes that I wanted to talk about. And again, maybe you agree with some of them, maybe you don't, just my opinions. But all of these factors, these collective factors, the makeup industry, adults in their lives, movies and TV shows, social media, all of those factors they all lead to children, again, honing in on young girls growing up faster, wanting to grow up faster, and comparing themselves to grown women and supermodels. And I feel like it's actually crazy that we have these young girls and teenagers, again, young girls meaning teenagers and preteens, it's crazy that we have these girls comparing themselves to grown women and supermodels. You know, we just have to take a step back. And I'm kind of speaking from my own experience here because I see supermodels on social media and obviously, again, they're very beautiful. I'm like, dang, I wish I looked like them. I have to physically remind myself, take a step back here, Mela. Take a step back. These are 
25-year-old women, 20-year-old women, 22-year-old women, however old women, they are however many years older than you, 5, 10 years older than you. Why are you comparing yourself, a teenager, to a grown woman and their appearance? That is so unrealistic, and I... I felt so blinded. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm actually comparing myself to Bella Hadid. Oh, Bella Hadid is so pretty. Well, yeah, she's a supermodel. She is a grown woman, and I'm a teenager. And so all of this self-comparison completely blinded me. It made me think irrationally. It is so unrealistic to have these young girls and teenagers thinking they're going to look like supermodels or just grown women in general when they are 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. It is so unrealistic. And we have to remind ourselves, maybe you are experiencing the same things as me, or maybe you're even older than me. Maybe you're already you're already an adult, but you're still experiencing these feelings of self-comparison. Step back. You are perfect the way you are. And you don't have to look a certain way to have value and to be an important person. It's just social media and these other outside pressures that make us correlate attractiveness with value and success. But that is just not true. And we have to start realizing this and start remembering this when we start to compare ourselves that is just the most important thing that we have to remember that's just the main point i want to get across even though we have all of these pressures from society we have to remember that attractiveness does not equal value as a person i just wanted to highlight that and then like i was saying these factors they lead to this cycle of insecurity among children, and I know I keep saying children or kids, but again, just remember that means teenagers and preteens, but I just, I don't feel like saying teenagers and preteens because it takes too long, but anyways, it leads to a cycle of insecurity among kids, and I see this in my everyday life. I see my friends talking about how much they hate their appearance and comparing themselves to other people. Like, being caring too much about our appearance, it completely blinds us. And we just forget that we're okay the way we are. We are still going to be successful. We're still people. We're still valuable people. But we just forget that because we become so insecure. And we just develop this self-hatred, this unnecessary self-hatred from our self-comparisons and from these societal pressures. Insecurity, this cycle, leads to young girls wanting to be more beautiful, caring about their appearance. So then it becomes the norm for, you know, maybe 12-year-old girls to care about their appearance a lot or to look very beautiful. So this leads to this even higher beauty standard where, oh, it's expected that 12-year-old girls look this way. So then an even younger generation starts to care about their appearance. They look like these girls when they're 12. 
and this may be over-dramatized and I may be stressing it a little bit, stressing the impacts of insecurity, but it does lead to a higher beauty standard and the bar for what is considered beautiful just keeps getting raised higher and higher until we have an unachievable beauty standard and until average, completely average-looking people are considered ugly. And I hate saying, oh, ugly versus not ugly, but it's what ha- it's what's happening right now. Social media is so full of judgment of completely normal people, completely normal people who aren't expected to look like supermodels, yet because we've all been tricked into believing the average person is insanely beautiful, we have these previously average people who we think are ugly. And I hate saying that, but I feel like it's true and I, it is something that needs to be talked about. So those are all my main takes on this whole subject. And the main reason for, it was so easy for me to talk about this episode and the main reason I feel so passionately about this episode is because I have gone through these things myself. Sometimes I am still going through them. That is, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I hate TikTok. I don't hate TikTok. Sometimes I like it, but I don't like TikTok sometimes for this very reason, because you are bound to compare yourself to other people. In movies and TV shows, I've started picking up things. I've started noticing what is the main character versus the side characters look like and why why is that a standard? Why does that have to be that way? I've noticed when the adults in my life say things and I wonder what impact it's had on me. What, How has that shaped my personality? How have negative remarks about random strangers, has that made me more judgmental? I don't know. I... I would say sometimes I feel like I'm a judgmental person, which I should probably work on. But was I always like that? I don't know. Maybe I've been influenced. But that is just the main takeaways from this episode. And I just really wanted to delve into why are these young girls feeling like they have to grow up quickly? Why? What are these pressures? And what is that? what effect does that have? So I know this episode was kind of it was kind of heavy, but I've really been wanting to talk about it. Next week we'll have something not as heavy, but I just really wanted to discuss this. It's been on my mind for a long time. So I think that's all I have for today's episode. Again, just remember your appearance does not equal your value as a person. That is the main takeaway we need to take the main takeaway I want you guys to have from this episode. And I think I'm going to do an episode, probably not next week because I don't want it to be redundant, but I'm definitely going to do an episode specifically about confidence and not just pertaining to younger girls or teenagers. That is what I wanted to talk about for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy You can follow at and everything in between podcast on Instagram for any more updates. And yeah, that's all I have. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.